Welcome to Table Talk with Mama Fresh. This podcast is based around the lives of different women and how we cope with everyday struggles while we drink lots of wine. <laughs> um, on my first episode, we were just talking about us being more than a mom, wife, or a maid. Before any of this, we were friends. This is something I feel very strongly about, not only for myself, but the women around me. I feel like every day I wake up and I immediately ask myself, what needs to be cleaned, what food needs to be made, and are my kids ready for school? And I realized one thing, I never once asked what I did for myself. I realized I'm not just a mom, I'm not just a wife, and I'm not just a maid, I am me. I can't be anything without being me first. So, my first question is, why is it so hard for us women, or moms specifically, to focus on ourselves at least once a day? So, how can we prioritize our needs first? For me, it's taking time to actually realize that if I'm not at my best, if I'm not functioning at my best, um, then I'm kind of letting everybody else down, so I kind of have to focus on me. Um, for me in the morning, it's again, making sure I'm up, unfortunately, about an hour before everybody else so I can have the me time for my nice long hot shower and like sit down, watch a little bit of the news, have a cup of coffee and like do my morning thing. And then by the time everybody starts waking up in the house, then it feels like I'm kind of ready to go to start my day. Yeah. Do you wake up early before everybody gets up? Yeah, about an hour. So you have a lot of time for yourself. Right. I lot before everyone else. Now when I get home, even if I do that in the morning, when I get home, it's always go, go, go. I don't manage to accomplish the same thing in the evening when I get home, especially when we have my bonus kids. It's like I get home and the first thing I do is cook dinner and make sure food's on the table. Yeah. And we eat and then I clean and then I have to start getting, you know, Hazel ready for bed and making sure that I have... You know, her bottle's pre-made next to the bed, so when she wakes me up at 2 o'clock in the morning, I'm ready to feed her, so... Right. It's... And I feel the same way. I always tell myself, get up 30 minutes before the kids get up. Because if I sit and I have a cup of coffee, whether it's workout or watch the news, you feel better. Right. Or go work, you know, go on a walk or something, and then most of the time I'm waking up at 6 and rushing out of the house because I couldn't get out of bed. Right. And that, I think, just comes from busy I mean and I know before I had kids and now with kids like I constantly go 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 it's a different avenue now because I have other people that I need to take care of and make sure I'm right but the busyness never stopped like it's sun up to sundown I'm wearing myself out and literally I'm pretty sure the only reason I sleep at night right now is and previously is from sheer exhaustion like you just your head hits the pillow you crash it's yeah. done there's yeah. <laughs> there's no if fans or but about it like you pass out and there and it's I know it's not healthy it probably can't be healthy but it's I think the reality I think and, that women in general just prioritize other people's needs before their own yeah, mothers are not. It's easy to make yourself last when it yeah, comes to everybody else. Most I definitely. I think that just kind of comes from the nurturing aspect. Yeah. I think every woman has a natural nurture. Well, and we just get shit. We just want to get shit done. Oh yeah. And we know we can do it better than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. do it right the first time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, and I and I feel like so when I do on those days. 
Okay, so if I get up at five, I'm like, yes, I can get the house clean, I can make breakfast, I can have my coffee, you know, whatever. But then when I get up at six and I have to leave the house at 6.30, I'm quickly putting makeup on, quickly like getting breakfast ready and rushing out of the house. And then that starts my entire day off. That sets the tone Ex for your day. Exactly, and so then I'm like, I have to come home, I need a glass of wine. Okay, now I'm just exhausted. Now I can't give the attention to my kids that they need. And then, you know, I'm like, okay, I need to go. I need to be away. Like, I need to go reju rejuvenate myself with my friends. It's almost yeah, like like when you get to work late one day. Oh, I don't know if you've ever, like, had a, a doctor's appointment or something in the morning and you get to work, like, even, like, 30 minutes late. You feel completely behind on everything mm -hmm. that you need to get done. Right. Because you didn't start your day when you normally start your day. Your routine's completely thrown off. Right, and I think that when I'm really late, by the end of the day, that carries over to my kids. Mm -hmm. And so by the time Doug gets home, he's like, you need to go. You need to go enjoy yourself somewhere. You need to call a friend. Like, you need to go and do something, like, for yourself. You're clearly really stressed. And I'm right. like, well, I shouldn't have felt that way. I should have just gotten up 30 minutes earlier. But sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. Mm -hmm. We sit there and it's like, you know what? I just need five more minutes. And lately I've been pushing that five minutes and then it's 6.05 and, well, I'm going to be late or I'm not doing makeup. It's like, I got to pick one. Mm -hmm. And my lovely students like to call me out when I don't wear makeup. <laughs> so it's like, well, do I really want to deal with that this morning or not too? Right. And it's just one of those things that you... Priorities. Yeah. You, it's your priorities. Yes. You decide what you're going to do and how much you can take. And as women, we take it all on. You know what? Instead of giving it to somebody else, like, hey, you make dinner tonight because I'm running late. And I get home second from my husband, and but I still, I get home, I get in the door, and I start dinner. But then you feel like a failure. You didn't Don't. do what you, like, yeah. you normally do. Or even asking for help sometimes. I'm just like, nope, you're going to annoy me with this because you you don't, you don't do it the way I do it. So like, <laughs> when I get home, if but, I do get home late, but we have to get, saying, we have to get past that just because they don't do it the way that we do it. Yes. Right. But that's when it gets hard, especially when you have. I say we like I have a counterpart. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean it's difficult because to that extent, once you have like kids, always want to try to help, but they never do it quite right. Like yes. My, but how are they going to learn if you don't let them? Right, and I do. And, yeah, that, and then I immediately go team. back home, back behind them, and I have to <laughs> it because I have OCD and I can't handle it. Yeah. Because the towels don't fit in the linen closet, mm -hmm. right? Because towels are folded differently than what we fold them because it, right. Right. it's a whole to do. Well, and I think like it all comes down to we stress ourselves out so much, and then for me, you know when I do come home and then and then Doug does come home and he says okay you need to get out of the house like you need to go and and I'm like well who am I gonna call you have to establish yes. an outlet yeah I'm like yes. and then trying to call somebody I'm like well all of them have kids we live way out south who are you gonna you know like I have you know I have Kinsey she's always down to do something but you know it's, it's whenever however right. let's do this you know you do your whole friendship like group, it, it just changes. changes. It, it completely it changes. changes, and it's it sucks. It's sad, but like, how do you get back to that? Like, when do your friends also realize, like, hey, like we are here. Yes. We want to hang out with you. I think some of that too comes with age, if that makes any sense. 
like I had I'm the last of my group of friends to actually start having a child so I kind of it kind of works both ways so I had friends who were like I can still do stuff like call me and we still did a few things but I still have those other friends who were just as guilty as I was for kind of dropping off and not really seeing in contact and trying to do with things. the mom friends yeah um and now as a mom I've my friends who don't have kids have surprisingly, for the most part, stayed in my circle. They're not as, I guess, prevalent as I used to be mm-hmm. when I was, you know, kid-free. Right. But now I've also realized that I have a better bond with my friends who do have kids. Because you can understand them on a different level. Right. Like, I always knew they had kids, and I always had fun with the kids. I mean, um, you know... When I come here, I hang out. I was always hanging out with kiddos and chatting with them yeah. and whatnot. But it's, yeah, it's a different thing. And it's like you finally, something clicks and then... Um, well, I mean, for me, I don't have any kids, obviously. But when I, when we were growing up, a lot of our friends had kids really young. So uh-huh. I have always had friends that have right. children. But that being said, I think it's a very, it's a tricky balancing act because as the single one unattached that doesn't have children, I can pick up and go do whatever I want, whenever I want. I don't have any responsibilities, obligations. I don't have to get home to anybody. I don't have to wake up to anybody. So there are certain things that I can do that I wouldn't expect Amber to come and do with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't expect her to come to Westport and hang out until 3 a.m. Because she has to get up in three hours with her kids. Yeah. But she has done that before, actually. But <laughs> well, and it can, it's all things. It's all, to your point, it's kind of a balance. It's a, it's balancing, a balancing act. Yeah. You have to figure it out. And if you have the support at home to, you know, hey, I'm going to have, I need some girl time. Can you watch the kids? Just like, for me, I think now with most of my girl time and friend time being, going over to a friend's house or whatnot and with her being so young I can take her with and she right. sleeps now when she gets older it's, it's tricky. a yeah. totally different story <laughs> and that's where we kind of are right now where we live three minutes down the road and it's like on those days where I'm just like I need a glass of wine I should have just called Amber why didn't I call them why didn't I call this person and it's like, well, because you know that they have a family too and that they're probably doing things with their family and I don't want to interrupt family time. And then you sit there by yourself and you're like, why didn't I just pick up the phone? And I've done that on countless nights where I'm like, I should have just called Amber to come over or something or anybody that lives closer. And it's like, no. Well, and to and that point, as the single friend, you don't want to impede on anybody's family time either. So... We don't always know when it's okay to bombard you with hanging out or coming over. We don't want to pressure you to think that you have to incorporate us in any way. When I'm fully aware of all that you guys have to do once you get home from work. You have to feed your kids, you have to bathe them, you got to get them ready for bed. I've done that with a lot of my single mom friends. I get it. So, but at the same time, there are single friends that don't have those experiences, don't know what it's like with the pressure of sticking to a routine with your kids. They don't understand that you can't just go out to dinner at 8 o'clock with your kids, right. that it's going to completely yeah. fuck them up for the rest of the week. Like, yeah. And yeah. I feel like we're in such a 
hard age. And it's hard to go anywhere. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. he can't sit still, mm-hmm. and he wants to run, and he wants, you know, so it's like, unless somebody comes to our house, or we go to somebody else's house with kids, because we can't go to people's house and not have kids, like, what? What's he gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my son still terrorizes this yeah, house. Like so he comes in and it's like a tornado hit yeah. every time. It's just like you don't want to put that on other people. But so then you feel like you have to go around and clean up after your kids. So then you can't enjoy the time with your friends you're because them. you're following your child around. Go, exactly. please don't touch that. And let's not play that game. Yeah. And you've got about forty-five minutes to go to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> before they lose before, all yeah, concentration they, and yeah. 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 And it's always yes. like a second is over. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're all guilty, you know, moms or not, like what you were saying, like as a mom, you're, you, you come home and you have to stick to this routine because if you don't, you pay for it in the morning. If you like, for me, like I come home, I make coffee, so I don't have to do it in the morning. I make lunches, I make dinner, I get clothes out. And if I don't do any of that, our entire morning is thrown off. And so I feel like we're all guilty of just pick up the phone mom or not mm-hmm. you know like what you were saying like you don't want to interrupt a family and me I'm like well they don't want to especially with we live very far south yes. right they don't want to drive out here mm-hmm. you know and when they come out I'm like hey you want to come over for a glass of wine it's hard they have the, the, especially with the traffic you know at that time that you know you yeah. call and I think we're all guilty of it but I also feel like it's something that needs to happen more mm-hmm. yes. you know like you need to have I I look at Kenzie as my, like, if I need to go out and I really need a night out, and Doug knows, he says go. Yeah. And, and, and there's so, that's such a negative connotation. I'm also also the friend that's like, you're going to dress sexy, you're not going to dress like a mom. (laughs) No, like, we are are going, you're going to feel good about yourself. Right. Because you need that. You need to get back to who you were before you had kids. And I think that's a very valid From time to time. Mm -hmm. A lot of of times, and I'm already catching myself being guilty of it, where my identity becomes being that new mom. And And all you talk about is is your kids. (laughs) What you do and don't do and whatever. And you're lucky if you get out of your sweatpants or whatever. And here I am like freaking out going back to work on Monday. Am I going to be able to have an adult conversation right and yeah. without bringing up your kid because you also don't want to annoy the people sometimes I feel like I'm annoying the people that like don't, don't have kids. kids because I'm just like oh look how cute my kid is but look I think this. I think that to that point you yes you do lose some friends when you become a mom okay. but for me I would never stop being friends with somebody because they're a mom because they can't go out with me anymore because they can't they talk about right. their kid. Like, that's what you're supposed to do as a mom. So, if you lose those people, you weren't supposed to have them. I was about to say, yes. I feel like that's very true. That goes back to, if they if they are that, I'll use, I'll use the term my grandma uses, fickle. <laughs> <laughs> then, to your point, they weren't meant to be there, and were they really a friend at that point? Anyway? Right. And it's, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, if... If you lose them, it is hard because, especially if you were friends with them for a good period of time or you were really close to them for a long period of time or whatever it may be, it's hard during the time being, but you should never have to force somebody to be in your kid's life. 
you should never have to make contact for your children. If they want to be in your children's life, they will be. I've said that to all of my mom friends. If you, if somebody isn't making the effort to be in your kid's life or to be in your life, let them go. Because it doesn't... And it's hard to let anything go. Starting fresh, turning the page, it's hard. And I'm struggling with that right now, and it's a family member. So it's even harder because I have to see them every week or multiple times a week. And it's like, it it honestly, it hurts my feelings all the time. Like, she manages to hurt my feelings at least three times every week. And I've just, like, I just started completely ignoring it to protect myself. Because you also have to protect yourself in that, okay, you decided that for whatever reason you don't want to be in my life in this aspect. I'm going to turn that page to protect myself. Right. And as moms, you're used to protecting everybody else. And even, like, as a woman, our first instinct is to protect our friends mm-hmm. and not ourselves. And that's where I struggle a lot as even a, a new mom, just a woman in general. I struggle doing what I need to do for me. Well, yeah. I think in our... I don't know if it's our society or if it's just kind of, like, in our group. I feel like it's extremely important for me because I struggled with a few people in my life when Jameson was born. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. They wanted... The, it, it was an inconvenience to some people. Mm-hmm. And... Um, but for me, I never was like, I never had that, that mindset where like, well, I have my family. I feel like it's, it's super important to have your friends around your kids yeah. because they're not only learning your family. I don't want my kids to just learn just what my family values are. Yeah. I want them to learn my entire social circle. Well, that's kind of, um, I've always believed, I don't have any kids, but I've always believed like godparents should be friends, not family members because... I know you in a different way than your mom knows you. I know you in a different way than your brother knows you. I know you in a different way than your cousins know you. You are you are a different person to everybody in your life. Right. So if some have God forbid something were to happen to you, you would want your kids to know every part of you. Exactly. Not just who you are to your family, but who you were to your friends and who you were to you know, your friend's boyfriends or your friend's husbands, because everybody sees you in a different light and you're a different person to everybody, so. Exactly, yeah, I completely agree with you. I think that's why it's, you know, from, you know, a person who doesn't have kids, like from that perspective, I think it's extremely important for those people to be able to, I don't know the word, really just be in the lives of of the ones who do have kids whether or not it's hard again we are all guilty of not picking up the phone it's everybody is guilty of it but I just I do think it's more I think it's extremely important and and I find myself doing that and I'll use us as an example I find myself doing that where I'm like you know what I haven't talked to her in two days what is wrong and I just pick up the phone I'm like because I for and I force myself to realize that like no, you're not being bothersome. Because that's where I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, that's my personality yeah. is I'm like, I don't want to bother her. I'm like, no, worse comes worse, you won't text back for a while. It's not, it, but at least I've reached out. Right. And I've yeah. put it out there. So you, one, you know that I'm thinking about you too. And two, if you can, then we can talk or whatever. If you can't, okay, then you wait. And it's not like a, oh, she's not texting me back because she don't like me anymore. It's a, 
she has a life and a thing and she'll let me know when she lets me know. Right. Well, I think that mental issue right now is such, obviously it's such a huge ordeal. Not that I'm saying any of us have mental issues, but, but it all, it all comes down to the fact that like, it is important more now than it has ever been. Yes. Right. Kids or not kids. You need to ignore social media and you need to be picking up that phone and having conversations with people. But I think that goes back down to to your point what you started with is society. It's an expectation right. that is set out for every every woman in general. For every role that you play throughout your life, there's a certain expectation that is that you're supposed to meet. And if you don't meet that expectation because that's what society has put out there, then to you know, the points we made earlier, it's you start feeling like you're a bad mom and you're Oh yeah, I mean all the all the things not sufficient enough as a woman. All the time, I feel like the question that I get the most is, "Are you dating anyone?" Why the fuck do I have to be dating anybody? Like, why can't I just be a thirty-year-old single woman with no kids? Like, why is that a problem? Because it because of the stigma of well, what do you need? Your biological clock is ticking. What are you doing? And that's not fair. I don't give a shit. Give me more wine. Right. (laughs) And that's exactly what I went through. I had Hazel. I'm sorry. Let me sleep in. Yeah. Well, and you have so many friends who do have kids. It's not like you're missing out on things. No. Right. You're if I want to go to the pumpkin patch, hey, Amber, can I take your kids to the pumpkin patch? Like, or do you guys want to go to the pumpkin patch and I tag along? Right. Like, it's, yeah. It's not that I don't. I feel very fulfilled in my life with other people's children. And that should, but see, that should be what matters is how do you feel about yourself? About yourself. And that, I think, again, goes back to society because you have to have that confidence and that inner security. Well, and back, it's hard. back to your point of, like, your kids knowing different kinds of people. Yeah. We, I know that Amber and I grew up in a very diverse community. Like, we had all different kinds of people, all different kinds of families. All In different, and out of the house. Like, no family looked the same. No. No person looked the same. No, I mean, they came from all um, socioeconomical levels. Like, and to me, that is more valuable than any lesson that I was ever taught in school. Absolutely. to value people for who they are. And that, and, and that is extremely important where, and to Doug opposite. and I. Right. For us to, to do that. And, and, and Doug know, grew up in My kids are similar. five and three, and they have never once questioned anybody that's ever walked into our house. Which is amazing. Ever. Because I grew up in a completely different thing. There, there literally was no... There was no ethnicity in my schools that I went to school with in my town that I grew up in. I grew up in a very small town in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and it was not, like, I'm not, I shouldn't say this, but, like, a lot of my family members are very racist. Right. Because that's the only thing that they've ever known, and I don't want that for my child. Right. And, like, where I work now, it's, I'm one of the only white people in my room like most of the teachers are white but like all of my kids are from different from backgrounds. different backgrounds and I love hearing their stories and my heart bleeds for some of them that are, are struggles that I as a child never to. would have ever thought was a thing and then that like makes that like again that woman superhero mode that we all go into mm-hmm. come out even more but I think that's yeah it's very important for your children to, to be that experience that. Right. I agree. And, and I didn't know that that wasn't normal. And I, Did you? Like, I didn't know that I, there wasn't no, no, all I, different kinds of people. Like, no, I've always been in schools and places, and all of my friends 
have always been very diverse. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why it is so important for you to have all of your friends involved. Mm-hmm. Because your kids will not grow up to know all of these different values. And that's, and that's what I grew up with. My dad made sure that we knew every single one of his friends. Everybody was coming over, and they were just like family. Right. Come over. You didn't have a place to go on Christmas Eve? Guess what? You had a present under the tree, and your butt better be at our house for Christmas Eve, and you're right. opening up a present. Right. Yeah. We don't care who you are, where you came exactly. from. Exactly. And, and that's if, what I love about you. Even if you couldn't guarantee you were going to show up, there's still something yeah, under yeah, there for you. So when you did get there, and that's what I love about you, is you took me in when I got here. I was terrified. What did I do? I uprooted my entire life, and your family and you took me in and I have made so many connections from that and I feel like your fulfillment like you were saying that has really grown because of that because of the values that you love really pulled those back out in me and I'm able to give my child an even more fulfilled and enriched life and I love that for him yeah look at us (laughs) Who knew that we were so inspired? <laughs> well. Amazing. Go figure. Your friends like to talk. Well, I think that, you know, it's funny to talk about this because come Monday, I'm going to wake up again and I'm going to be like, hmm, did Doug make coffee? Did I make lunches? Did I get their clothes out? You yeah. know? Yep. But then, after you say that to yourself, maybe you'll say, maybe I should text Kinsey and see if she wants to go to a happy hour. <laughs> after work. And start right. planning that time afterwards. Right. Or just on, or on a Monday, yeah, on a Monday, plan one evening sometime during that week. I know as moms, you have to like plan out when you're going to do stuff with other people. <laughs> Make sure somebody's there for your kids. Yeah, that's totally fine. But it's okay yeah. to plan. It's like, a, I'm a planner. I'm, a, I'm single and I'm a planner. I don't like people being like, hey, can you come over on Friday? No. No, <laughs> like, the one thing that I do like, especially with Kinsey, is if we make plans, I can be like, you know what, Kins, I have the kids, you know, Doug's getting homely. Can we just stay home and drink wine? She's like, done. Like, for instance, my birthday, <laughs> my 30th birthday was last month. And very last minute, Amber's husband had to go to Alaska. And she's like, I can't come to your birthday dinner. I feel awful. I want to take you out. I was like, honestly? She was like, no, it's your 30th birthday. We have to do something. We have to celebrate. And I'm like, honestly, we can sit in your backyard and drink wine. I don't care what we do. Just as long as you're with me. As long as, yeah, you're making it a point to want to be with me for my birthday. I don't give a shit what we do. But we all know Amber. But, yes, we all know Amber. We all know Amber. Amber. So instead, we went and got super drunk on wine and went to the movies. And we continued to drink throughout the movie. (laughs) Sounds kind of similar to my birthday. (laughs) It was great, though. (laughs) But, no, to that same extent, that same week I had texting Amber and I was like, I need some Amber time, you need some Hazel time, can I come make you dinner? And she's, because she was stressing and I knew she was. She had yeah. a baby a week ago. Uh, okay, let me week, remind you. That's good friend. A week before. You know, Guess what? I told her to sit her ass down and let me cook her dinner. <laughs> so I brought the food and she cooked it. And I had a couple glasses of wine. It was my first glass of wine. I was very happy to have it with my whiny best friend. But it's... I mean, at the it's end of the day, it's important to have those people. It is, and it's important to know who those people are, and it's important to have them in your life. 
and those are the people that will continue to lift you up and make sure that you are taking time for yourself because Amber reminds me daily that I need to make sure I take time for me and I never do and she knows that and she'll call me on my bullshit well (laughs) and back to my point of the people that aren't supposed to be in your life stop trying so hard to keep them stop trying to be a people pleaser they don't want to be there stop trying to keep them so earlier we were talking about how like you know as a mom how you make friends and <laughs> I called it mom game and so Jamie I was like, what the hell is mom game <laughs> I don't even know mom game it's a real thing like okay I'm sure yo let me spit some game in you. <laughs> but it's a real thing like it you is. know you 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 go somewhere and you I connect with this mom but how do you come up with this Hey, can I get your number? Like, right. do you like wine? Can we oh, hang no. out? Like, so you can play but with my. How, how do you know what kind of like? Do they drink hold, wine? Hold right. the phone. I got a perfect, hashtag perfect mom game. Hashtag mom game. You're exactly correct. So literally, I make a lot of my mom friends up north have come from going to little league. Okay. Because two of my bonus kids play baseball. One plays competitive. Um. And one pay, one is playing uh, machine pitch. Literally don't know any of these kids' parents. Right. Like, he coached, my boyfriend coaches, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Like, crap. Sitting there, just start chatting with some of the moms, and the next thing I know, we're talking, and she's like, well, she's like, we need to go get a glass of wine sometime. We need to go do this. And, and then you're like, like yeah. oh, we're best friends now. And then she gives me her phone number. And she's like, oh, I heard about, since I, you know, I do wine on the side. She's like, oh, I've heard about that company. And I was like, oh, wow. She's like, yeah, my husband said I should do that. And blah, blah, blah. And it's the con- it's the back and forth. And lo and behold, now I have. Now you have a mom friend. Exactly. And that's exactly what happened. Jamie, yes. tell us how no. you meet your mom friends. <laughs> one, mom, one new mom friend. And it was the same thing. It's like either my friends have kids that are four, five, six. That oh, Carter's a baby. Right. That's what they said. Oh, Carter's just a baby. He's two. Like he's almost two. But and then my other girlfriends are like a year younger than Carter. And they can't do anything. Yeah. (laughs) Right. So halfway between. Yeah. So it's such a struggle. So I'm in this group on Facebook. It's like a local moms group. Amber's in it. That'll be another podcast. Thank you for my fifth one. <laughs> I don't know if it might have been that group. I don't know, but it's called the Peanut, and it's like Tinder for moms. Peanut is the Tinder peanut? for moms. It's just called Peanut, and you literally, it's like local. And is it an app? Yeah, it's and an you app. swipe okay. right, and you swipe. Yeah, it's up so it's down. literally Tinder. Literally and then it's for like, moms. you have a match. <laughs> and it's like, but it's nice because it shows like, they've got a one-year-old boy. Do you and... input your interests? Like, I curse. Yes. I... Well, <laughs> I'm gonna need I drink <laughs> wine. <laughs> like, I'm you filtered. pick like three... Like three important things yes. to you? So okay. So mine's like, I but like first... Where is it? No, I might it off my front page because I made a friend. Oh, <laughs> I made a... I mean, I'm good. Uh, I got okay. this. Okay, so... I mean, you don't want to overwhelm yourself with too many right. Mine shows... So, I am single, like, but I've never had Tinder, so... I feel like this would be fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
let me see. Less pressure than having. Well, they have Bumble, and Bumble you can make, you can do, you can look for a dating match, or you can look for a friend match and have friend dates. I have plenty of friends. I don't need all that. Well, so it shows, it shows like, like mine says one boy, one year old, and so if somebody has like a four-year-old girl, like I'm probably not. Your son's not gonna want to play princesses, so exactly. let's pass on. That. So yeah. I just look for people that are relatively close, similar, yeah. Like with a one to, he's almost two now, so probably like two, two to three year old boy. And those are really the only people I suck to. And it's like, you have a match, you just message him. And I've made one really good friend, and and you guys have met up, like yeah, like all the time. We oh, text nice. all the time, and like that's perfect. And her little boy's two months younger than Carter. Totally different than Carter, but but, you're you're not, but she and I are good friends, so and they play fine. But does yeah. it come down to our kids really get along and they're in great match, or is it I need another friend yeah. and we go well She's together? She's like texting me about her gynecologist appointment today, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know so you guys are best. Yeah, so it's just nice to have because I I somebody also think, different. I also think that it's important that you don't let your kids' friends dictate who your friends are. Uh-huh. Right? Yes, you're not always going to mesh right. with your kids' friends. Her son's like super like. Chill, yeah. low key, and Carter's just like a maniac, you know. So they may not like they play fine, but like she and I are are good, are good, friends, you know. And so that's and they've got Carter. I mean, he's still at an age though where they yeah. just are playing and they don't really care. Yeah, or if they are like where Carter's like, give me that, and it's like, okay, what is <laughs> you know? It works out. Yeah, no. So, yeah. Because we, I mean, we just moved last May, and then I finally met one of the neighbors, and she's like, oh, yeah, we should totally do something. But she has, like, school-age kids, like, fourth, I think, second and fourth, she said. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh, let's, we'll sit on the deck one of these summer, one of these days within the summer. No. Never. No. I saw her one other time outside, and I was like, oh, I should really go talk to her. It's so... Amber outside? I know, it's so, like... (laughs) (laughs) Can I go mess with Amber? Uh, Okay, <laughs> I'm on state, and so I've literally met none of the neighbors. Yeah, yeah. because I've. That's I when you need like awkward lady neighbors. Yes. Like we have one, and bless her heart, I came. They saw me the week after I got home from the hospital, and I had just taken Hazel. I don't. I think we went to the doctor, or whatever. Got home, they're like, "Oh, you're already driving," and I'm like, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't be because I'm not technically clear, but I'm not <laughs> having somebody else drive me to take her to her appointment. So right. it's stupid." And they're like. Here. Like, oh, if you need anything, yeah. And it's just like those are the neighbors that I remember growing up with. Like, the I grew up, neighbors. I had like seven moms in the neighborhood. Like, homecoming happened and all that. Like, that's what I want for my kids. And that's kind of to the point of you know you want to you want to have those people in your life who who want make a difference there. and who want to yeah. be there. I think you guys all know this. I am very. I was not raised in a different state. I was not raised very Southern. However, I have the... I raise my kids with those morals. And um, it is extremely important to me, which you know this, Jersey, um, sitting around my table with everybody at my table. I don't care where you are, what time it is. If you walk in my house, you are sitting at my table and I have a huge meal for you. And lots of wine, of course. <laughs> Family dinners. But there is nothing more important than my kids sitting at a table 
with all of our friends there or family, whoever it may be, whoever it is, learning from that. And I hope that they, the, um, re, you know, remember that. Take that exactly. And so I think that you know, if we're like finishing up here, like if there is from you know non-mom or mom or whatever, if there's any advice that you can give to other women out there. You know, coming down to the point where just pick up the phone. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's okay. What would that advice be? Don't be afraid to speak up. You're I not, guess. you're not, you're not alone. What's the word I want? You're not, um, like you're not cumbersome to your friends. They want to hear from you too. You're not an inconvenience. Thank you. That's the word I want. You're not an inconvenience. You're not a bother. You are important to them as well. Pick up the phone. Sure, you make a conscious effort to it. To your mind, we're, we're all bad about it. I know I'm awful about it, but just because I don't live the same life that you do, doesn't mean I don't understand you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Because okay. that is my biggest thing to any woman. Before your friends had kids, they were your friend. They're still the same person that they were. They were a friend before, before everything they had else. Kids. <laughs> They were your friend friend first. first. Mm -hmm. So just because their life looks different than your life does now doesn't mean that they're that different of a person. That you can't still talk to them. You can't still tell them your problems. You can't still vent to them about whatever it is that you want to vent about. I know I'm guilty of... I don't feel like my problems are that deep because I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. I don't have a family per se. But... But they are. My problems are important to me, so they should be important to you if you're my friend, no matter who you are, where, what yes. your life looks like. So that's my number one advice is just because their life looks different doesn't mean they're any less of a friend than they were before. Right, and I think it all goes back to exactly what you said. You know, you may not live the same life as us, but we were all a friend first. And you still care about my problems. Right, and so I because think... you care yeah. about me. Exactly, and and that's what people understand. We were a friend before we were a mom. Just because my title changed. Right, and so, I'm still a friend plus a mom. <laughs> I just added, <laughs> I gave, I gave I added to my title. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I think with if we're finishing up this episode to all the moms or non-moms out there, we just want everybody to know that they're not alone, and everyone's dealing with the same struggles. It's okay to drink lots of wine. <laughs> There's, Actually, we encourage that. <laughs> we do that encourage it. There's any advice we can give, I think we can all agree on picking up the phone, calling your friend. Don't text them. Don't Facebook them. Call them. And I think that's it. Yeah. We're good. Cheers to that. Cheers. 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 And if anybody has any questions or comments, tweet me at Mama Fresh Talks. Woo!